0: I'm just gonna answer a few things before I get into this. No, I wasn't drunk or high off drugs. Yes, I know I shouldn't have done what I did. And yes, I'm very much aware that I partly had it coming for not learning to mind my own business and just kept driving on. I think the cops gave me enough of a lecture when they found me just outside the gate. Anyway, for those of you who want to know what happened, Allow me to paint a mental picture for you. It's a long country road, and of course, you work the graveyard shift. Every time you pass this particular place, it's been sunny or cloudy, so you never really think about it. All you can see as you stop at the stop sign is massive foliage that acts like poles against either side of this worn-out looking gate. You still with me? Good. Now, picture months of passing this rusty gate with the only thought in your head that it looked creepy enough to turn into a ghost story, but it doesn't affect you. Not really, anyway. The only thoughts you have needing is to get to work on time, and that the farmland that connects this one gate is something that you wouldn't be caught dead going near, especially at night. A year passes and someone dies by the very gate that you want no part of. Evidently, the person's death happened on a day and stormy night and you're grateful that it happened on your day off. This way, you don't have to see the corpse. To their credit, someone did put a large cross and a nice shrine to honor the person who died. However, it wasn't done right away. In fact, That shrine wasn't put up until three days after the event. You know this because you have to drive past this place on your way to work. It's the second day since the tragedy occurred by the gates and it's pitch black outside. You've reached the stop sign before you have to make that familiar turn into the next town so that you can arrive at work when suddenly you notice something shiny in your headlights. It's a German Shepherd. It's the eyes of the dog reflecting off the light from the headlights of your car. It's a pretty big dog, but something about it makes you feel uncomfortable. It stares at you, and in the dark, it looks more malicious than it probably was. But that's not what makes your blood feel cold. No, what does this to you is that it slowly paces behind the gate, and refuses to break eye contact with you you release, that you need to drive, and it isn't until you start to leave that suddenly it leaves as well. For the next weeks, I tried to keep an eye out for the dog, but I never saw it again. The gates was fixed, the tribute shrine was finally put up, but I still never saw the dog again. Eventually, I put the thoughts to the back of my mind and thought it had to be all in my head. Months went by, and then it happened. I uh, drove to work that night, with the thoughts of the gate thrown into the back of my mind. I kept thinking as I drove onto that country road that only had four houses. Three on one side and one on the other. <sighs> I really wish I'd called off tonight. I could have used the extra sleep. Two vehicles were by the stop sign. Because it was so dark, I couldn't see well enough to get a description of the vehicles. A blonde-haired woman was talking to someone, and the gate looked like it was wide open enough to let anyone's car enter. I drove around them slowly, so as to not hit them, she looked visibly upset at something and kept pointing at the gate. My windows were rolled up to avoid the summer rain, and then... I saw the dog again. It sat there by the gates and didn't move, only blinking when the rain hit its face. I drove to work, but when I went home, the red Jeep from the night before was still at the stop sign, but there was no driver. Not outside the vehicle or around the vehicle. Part of me wanted to get the cops involved, but I chose to drive on instead. After all, there wasn't anything they were going to do. How could they? I had to get back into town for groceries that same day and saw the car was still there and the gate was still open. But the German Shepherd wasn't. It made me want to investigate, but I didn't. I let a few weeks pass as fall was well on its way. Curiosity was getting the better of me and I pulled over. By what I guess was a small power station. Okay, um, if I survive this, maybe I should check this out too. I said, joking to myself, I just wish I just minded my own business. I wish that the second that I shut my car door and locked it, I would have realized that I was being stupid, got back to my car, and drove away. Obviously, I didn't. I slowly walk up to the gate and looked around was then that I realized that there was two more crosses next to the shrine. No names, no pictures. Just one big cross in the middle of two smaller crosses. Then I heard multiple screamings coming from behind me as time seemed to stop. As I began to walk past the gate, I kept thinking how stupid I was for trespassing and how I would be lucky if the dog didn't attack me as it thought I was a threat. The more I pressed on, the more I felt something was wrong and now the broken gate shut itself closed. It was so quiet that I could hear my heart race inside my chest. Even my gulp seemed loud enough to be heard from miles away. Suddenly, I heard multiple screams come from the small, worn-down house. Some were begging for help. I ran to investigate and saw what was going on inside. People were on meat hooks, others were chained to the floor. It was then when I saw the blonde-haired woman. She was tied down with her arms apart and on her knees. She begged for her life from the man that she was talking to on that warm, rainy night. She was immediately disemboweled and the German Shepherd ate her organs as they plopped to the ground. I immediately clasped my hands to my mouth to prevent myself from making a sound. I made the second mistake, and immediately ran for it, as my footsteps gave me away. Immediately, I could hear the man give his dog the command, look at him now. And I kept running. The dog was catching up to me. My mind was filled with screams from so many different victims inside that farmhouse tears fell from my eyes and the image burned permanently within my mind, I quickly realized that it was slowing me down and I wasn't about to join them. There was a large opening under the gate and I took my chance with it. As I rolled and slid under the gate, gunshots went off simultaneously. Rocks and various debris cut my skin as I made it out alive. I thought the dog would have followed me and tried to make a run to my car. But as I got up, the gate was open, wide and broken. The dog was no longer there, didn't see or hear anything. Someone drove past me and I jumped because of it. Immediately, I brought this up to the police who were skeptical at first and lectured me about how reckless I was. And how lucky I was that I was gonna get arrested for trespassing. I didn't see the point in arguing with the cop, but I got into my truck. As I was about to back away, I heard the screams of damned as the dog sat there and watched me pull off from where I parked. As I drove home, I watched the dog in my rearview mirror simply walk back to the farmhouse and the gate shut behind it. Every time I drive past the gate, my mood immediately changes. It always feels compelling to stare at it, but I'm reminded quickly of how I could have been another victim. I still drive to work at night, but I never tell anyone on how I walked foolishly into the gates of hell. Thank you for listening to my narration. If you want to hear more, I will place a playlist in the descriptions below. And if you want to support me on Patreon, I'll leave a link down below as well. If you have a story for me to narrate, send it to me at silversscarystories@gmail.com. Good night, farewell, and remember, don't get lost in the dark.